temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back to the program. Uh, I'm Guy Bauer. It is The Good Life, and we're talking about Vermont, and in particular, a really cool book that you're going to want a copy of. It's called My Vermont Table. There's links at goodlifeguy.com. You can order it from Amazon. And it's by my guest that all this time I've been mispronouncing her first name. And when I. That's my whole life. No worries. Yeah, no, it's not right. And especially when you open up your website gazina.com it, it says right there hard g rhymes with subpoena <laughs> <laughs> and and i thought how cute is that that you but unfortunately you have to explain your name to everybody you meet uh so i apologize all right now oh no no worries all right gazina let's talk about the seasons in vermont and why there's six of them and what those two different ones are well, now that it's March 18th, May, official Maple Day, we are in mud season. And that means that those 6,000 miles of dirt road are mud. <laughs> and it's because we get the big thaw as winter ends. And then everything that is dirt, of course, is mud. And then when, when we were able to navigate through all that snow during the winter, we are now stuck because it's impossible to drive in mud. <laughs> but the great news is, is that when it starts thawing, that the sap starts running. And we start boiling down the sap into maple syrup. Wow. You know, I, the first time I drove on dirt roads here in Kansas, and there's a lot of them, probably not as much as you have, but there is a lot. And, you know, they're rock hard packed, and you'd think, hey, this is great. And then... One day, early, early in the morning, I'm going to uh, a, a secondary location for my Candace Air Guard job, Smoky Hill Air Gunnery Range, and I go in the back gate, and I drive about 50 yards, and I realize, oh, my God, this is a mucky mess. And another <laughs> 50 yards, I'm uh, halfway off the road and and floorboard deep in, in gooey, sticky brown mud. So I get it. It, it. it ain't easy. How do you guys get around? I mean, do you live off of a dirt road? Uh, well, no, thank goodness. <laughs> Though our driveway certainly is muddy right now. Well, it, but, you know, 
oftentimes people don't navigate it at all. People get their cars stuck for weeks. Wow. Well, but you did mention that if you get out of your car and have to go trudging through, and I did, I had to walk with my flying boots on through that thick mud that took, put another 20 pounds on each foot, uh, that you can uh, have the smells of of that season and, and, and of the maple being, the, the sap of the trees being extracted. Pretty interesting. Okay, so that's, that's season number five. What's number six? Season number six is stick season. <laughs> so between fall and winter, just as the leaves have fallen, but before the snow has fallen, they're just sticks in the, in the air, right? You're looking up at the trees and you see nothing but sticks. Hence stick season. Wow. I, I, I just, it's a great way to look at it. And the best part is I grew up in South Florida. There was no seasons. You know, I mean, it got a little cooler in the winter, but that was it. And living here in the Midwest and, and the other places I've lived have made me appreciate and, and desire to have at least the four traditional. Interesting. Yeah, seasons are magic, and having two extras is even better. <laughs> I like it. All right. So let's just say then on this day, maple syrup uh, is is being created. Talk about this whole thing. You know, I, I bet if you ask the average American, how is maple syrup made? They go, oh, you just take the stuff out of the tree and put it in a bottle. A lot more to it than that. Well, isn't wouldn't it? that be nice? Yeah. <laughs> it would make it so much easier. Well, first off, most people think that we make maple syrup in the fall because Vermont is most famous for fall. But indeed, it is something that we do during mud season right before spring. And it has to be below zero during the night, but above zero during the day. And when that happens, the sap starts running from the tree. And to tap a tree, it needs to be bigger than 10 inches in diameter. And then you, you drill a hole, put in the tap, and collect the sap. And it takes 40 gallons of sap to make one gallon of syrup. Holy mackerel. Hey, you make your own. Did I see a picture of a beautiful golden brown uh, container of something with Prado on the label? Indeed, yeah. We do. And we only make enough for us and not even for the whole year. And when people ask if we sell it, I think, oh, gosh, this would be so much more expensive than gold because it takes so long to do it. And we make so little. Well, do you guys have a stand of maple trees around your property or do you do you, do you rent some contract with somebody who's got a, a forest? Uh, how do you do that? And. Talk about you know, the no, trees are on a property. Yeah. Oh, uh, and forty gallons to make one. Well, when, on a big day for sap running, you get quite a few gallons. But we do individual trees and have buckets on each tree. But for the big uh, manufacturing processes, they have tubing going between trees, and they vacuum the sap out of them. <laughs> You know that sounds funny. I I, I, I can I picture it, and I, I'm sure that there's good reason why they do it, and they're good at what they do. But just to see the stainless steel bucket hanging on the side of the tree, to me, 
uh, says a lot about how things work. Uh, I, I always heard that song growing up that had the word sugar shack in it. And, and, yeah. and I didn't have a clue what that really, really meant. What is a sugar shack? A sugar shack is where you boil down the sap into syrup. So you need to do it kind of independently from your house because you create so much steam. So you have this little sugar shack with this huge chimney that draws out all the steam and allows you to boil down all that sap into that syrup. Hmm. And I imagine that the smell is probably pretty good. It's amazing. And it's like permeating the woods all around us. Interesting. And when you get it, when, when you boil it down and it, now it's, it becomes syrupy. I think that's a, probably a fair guess. Uh, do yeah. you do anything else to treat it and uh, before you bottle it? Well, you would do anything that you would do when you're canning. That you sterilize the bottle, and you put it through a filter, because there's something called sugar sand that stays behind, hmm. and maybe some other things because it's coming from a tree. Maybe some critters are in there. Yeah. But you put it through this lovely little filter straight into the bottle while it's still hot, and then you're good to go. Wow. And I, I know this is not talking about the book, and we are really going to get to do that. Um, maple syrup is something that I think everybody thinks of pancakes or waffles, and, and, and it is good. And if you have real maple syrup versus some of the off-the-shelf stuff, uh, it's a different experience, and we had some of that with with the uh, wildberry Dutch babies that Beth made yesterday morning for breakfast. Um, w- maple syrup, when you get it in the jar, how shelf-stable? How long does it last? Are there things you can do to keep it better, longer? What do we do? Well, the second you open it, you should refrigerate it. Really? But there's so much, yeah, there's so much sugar in there that it's very hard for bacteria to thrive. So it has a very long shelf life. Even if you don't refrigerate it or if you refrigerate it? If you refrigerate it after opening. Okay. Well, Beth, put ours in the refrigerator because she just opened it. Um, <laughs> maple syrup. Everybody, Like I said, thinks, think of sweet, think of pancakes. You've turned it into a whole different ingredient in the kitchen. Is that a fair assessment? Well, chefs traditionally will use sugar as a type of seasoning. So from sauces to dressings, you'll put a pinch of sugar just to enliven it, enliven the flavor, even though it's a savory dish. I think the most typical thing you would think of is like sauce, a gravy, tomato sauce, where you would have a little sugar because the tomatoes aren't sweet enough. Hmm. But I think that maple's even better because it incorporates so quickly. Yeah. And it's so delicious. Well, I'm an outdoor cooker. I, I love to fire up the grill and cook on open fire. I don't use gas. I use natural wood or or, or, or natural char wood. Um, Beautiful. And oftentimes in marinades, I'll use a flavored simple syrup. One most recently is flavored with mitten rosemary. So now I'm thinking all this time I should have been using some maple. And, and it's got a backbone that's a little buttery. It's got a depth of flavor that sugar doesn't have, and you can infuse it with just as many spices and herbs as you can a simple syrup. 
Well, then you get that sugar caramelization on the outside of whatever you're cooking, and that's a big deal. Well, I'm going to have to give that a go. Um, the book is so cool. Yes, there are ample sweet things in the book. It is called My Ver- Vermont Table, Recipes for All Six Seasons. You just heard what those are. And I, when I look at the pictures, I say this often because I usually – select books to talk about that have beautiful photography. And yours is no exception. Oftentimes I suggest that we should have scratch and sniff. Yours is no exception. Uh, Who took the pictures? Did you do them yourself? My husband took the pictures. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, Look at this. Just scratch and sniff. Yeah, and it keeps opening up to the wild very Dutch baby that my wife made and I took a she took pictures and no kidding it came out looking exactly like yours and that's fantastic well she's uh she's handy in the kitchen amongst other things well look we'll come back we'll talk a little bit more about the book and more importantly we'll finish up a, a chat with Gazine uh rhymes with subpoena says oh, right on her site. You got to go visit the site, G-E-S-I-N-E dot com. Uh, take a look around. She's a whirlwind who has done so many things. She's on TV, on the Food Channel. And boy, I have had the folks at King Arthur on a number of times to talk about flour and, and why it's so important to use high quality stuff. And you teach some classes for them too, in addition to the classes you teach at your store? I do. I'm instructor at King Arthur as well. Oh, that's so cool. All right. Quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk more with Miss Bullock Prado and more about my Vermont table. Not this time, but after the next segment, we'll give away a copy of the book. Thanks to the publisher and Carrie Bachman, my favorite PR gal. Um, if you're enjoying The Good Life, don't forget you can find out what's coming up next week by going to goodlifeguy.com. If you miss it, There's uh, links to the archive at knssradio.com, and uh, there's over two years of programming. You can go back and listen. I'm Guy Byron's Good Life. We'll be right back. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.